Hey, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. Today is going to be a change in pace. Lots of laughs and none of the haste. A game or two between friends broadcast to you live. While you're driving or masturbating, it's for you. Whatever you do. Uh, let's get started with my fuzzy friend till the end, Tommy fucking Washington. What's been up, man? How have you been? Fucking great, Pat! Uh, Tom, are you going to shave your head again? I don't know. I'm, on, I'm in between on that one. You look like a middle-aged teddy bear. Well, I'm pretty fat, and uh, I'm snuggly, so my wife tells me, so that makes sense. I actually just watched Ted. Do you remember Ted, the movie with Marky Wal- Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, funny story about that. I tried to watch that with my kid and my father when my kid was, like, probably five or six years old, and my mom, my, my mom was not having that shit, dude. Was not having it. I thought yeah, it was right hilarious. from the very beginning. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, um, I don't remember it being as funny as it was. I don't get me wrong; I thought it was really, really funny. But the dialogue in that movie is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, very good. Pat, we went and got donuts this morning. I had one. I had a piece of lemon bread, and now I have a uh, heartburn. Never got that for me. Stick. I had a coconut donut, then I had a sausage egg and cheese croissant, and I feel great. I'm also drinking a lovely coconut milkshake kind of thing. Nice. So, Pat, me and uh, I told you I was going to talk talk about this on the show today. Yeah. Me and our boy Banox, the one that you think I told you're watching fucking Yellowstone. My television habits. (laughs) Which makes no sense. I thought he he might stop by today. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Uh, But this guy gave me some picks for college basketball yesterday. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, did we go on a fucking heater together. A straight-up fucking heater. Now, see, here's the problem. I'm a big parlay guy, mainly because I can bet smaller amounts and win bigger amounts. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you on that. It doesn't cost as much to make as much money, uh, but I think I I couldn't have told you. Thursday, I was down to my last $200 again. And you remember last Sunday, I was down in the last $200. I put in a bet to win $600. Remember that? I put it all on one bet. And I do, I, and if you lost the bet, you're going to delete the app. Which was totally untrue. But that's what I say every time I'm about to lose. So, I'm away. <clears throat> um, so I, uh, I hit that bet. Didn't have a great Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And I was back down uh, to 200 bucks come Thursday morning. I accidentally placed a bet on the Chicago Bulls. Like, I was just checking the payout of a parlay I bet I, I built. And I accidentally placed it. It didn't give me the option to cash it out. So I had to play it. It fucking hit. Right? So, there you go. Then Friday... I bet? Uh, I think I won, like, 400 bucks. Nice. So, or it brought... It was, like... Yeah, it was like four or five hundred bucks. I ended up winning after my bet. Plus, I put another. I had a fifty dollar bet that hit too. So, like, I ended up with like five or six hundred bucks on Friday. Then I placed another bet for Friday night that our boy Griff sent me. Except I read it wrong, and I had that he had a player over a certain amount of points. And so all I did was I didn't like the amount of points that it was, so I just brought it down two points and placed that bet and did over that. Well, he actually had it as an under this amount of points. So I fucked up. He told me that after I placed the bet and it fucking ended up going over. He didn't hit the bet. I did. So I'm on this fucking heater. And then binoculars hits me up yesterday and says, hey, check out these games. Bam, bam, bam. I parlay on my fucking hit. And so I'm sitting here all day yesterday. I've never watched. Three. I haven't watched three games of college basketball in my life. I watched college basketball all day yesterday while I was doing other stuff. Uh, I was placing bets, hedging bets. Ended up the day like four hundred dollars up, a little bit less than four hundred bucks. I finished the day up, um, and uh, we started this morning with uh, a nice little. So now, mind you, if I would have done the straight bet deal and bet what I normally would bet, um, I would be up a lot more than four hundred dollars. Our boy binoculars went uh, eleven for two, or eleven out of thirteen. 
um, which the two that he lost, he ended up hedging because I gave him the idea of hedging the bets. So he broke even on those. So he he technically won 13 out of 13 yesterday. Uh, so if I would have done the same thing, I'd be up a lot more money. So today, this was my solution to the problem. I played, He gave me three games. I placed three straight bets and then parlayed them all together because if they all hit, I, I make out. But at least if two of them hit, I break even. You know what I mean? Yep. So I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, so let's have a fucking day, huh? I mean, you want to explain to me how I ended up buying <coughs> breakfast when you're $800 up? I'm not $800 up. I'm $400 up. What about the Bulls bet? Yeah, that doesn't count. That was days ago. This is horse shit. Uh, you bought breakfast. And I bought you lunch on Friday. God damn it. Yeah, you bought because I uh, forgot my wallet this morning, which was... I was driving to your house, thought about turning around, and I was like, fuck it, Pat's just going to have to buy it. I don't want to waste any time. Okay, I've got very surprising news for you. I also forgot my wallet at the workplace. Luckily, I woke up in time to make it to the bank yesterday because the bank's open for three fucking hours on Saturday. What, they only open 9 to 12? Yeah. Nice. What a bank. Uh, Yeah, so... Pretty good. I got some games going on today. I might bet some uh, NBA. I I I bet some NBA games yesterday that I did not. I did hit one parlay, but I had two other ones that didn't hit. <coughs> Erica said thank you for breakfast. Just said that I'm cute with my hair this way. I guess. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm sure that's what she meant. I'm pretty sure she has an eye doctor appointment coming up. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird that you would know that. I only know that because she said he's cute. Oh, I see. I, I just see. assume she's getting that checked out. I see. You can really see my man boobs in the shirt I'm wearing today. Movies. Nice. <coughs> All right. You want to do some memes, Pat? I'm ready. <clears throat> what we got here? This is a very large pillow fort in the living room. And it says, my girlfriend wanted to have a conversation about me being too childish. She didn't know the password to get in. Pat, is that your fucking house? No, it's not. That does look an awful <laughs> lot like my house. My couch is gray. Well, and what really uh, got me was, if you look in the back, it looks like there's a couch stacked on top of the other couch. And yep, you have yep, that yep. little movie theater thing going on in the back. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what the fuck uh, just happened there. Hold on a second. There this says, after creating the perfect cake, I was forever banned from helping with any more baby showers. This, this is, is the disgusting. most disgusting baby shower cake I could imagine. It's hilarious. It is. Uh, so there's, let's start with, it's a giant vagina with chocolate sprinkles as pubes. Uh, there, it comes full intact with a butthole that is a different flavor of icing and then uh chocolate turd coming out of it That's funny. the lips are made with what's that stuff it's not icing that they use for wedding cakes i don't know man i'm not a baker uh i can't think of what it's called i want to call it fondant but i know that's not right um yeah, the baby's coming out with glasses. I don't know why the baby has glasses on. <laughs> but uh, it also has some either raspberry or strawberry shit like a gelatin squirted on its fucking head because the baby's coming out bloody. It's disgusting. There's there's blood, there's poop, there's pubes. Uh, Panacronics in chat. Stuff. He confirms it's called fondant or fondant. Oh, okay, I'm not crazy. Panacronic, welcome. Long time no chat, bud. Hey, pal. Uh, this is absolutely fucking disgusting. It, but also yeah. hilarious. Like, if I went to a baby shower and this was the cake, I would, uh, I would die laughing. Like, it would be all-time classic baby shower. Well, and this is, I mean, this is obviously a direct reflection of the mother-to-be. Um, you know, it symbolizes her. So when you get home from this baby shower, and they're like, hey, how was it? And you're like, ah, I ate the potential mother's pussy. I mean, that's a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we actually all did. We all took turns. Uh, uh, this is a picture of Ken Shamrock in 2019. It says, Ken Shamrock in 2019 looks like Al Bundy on a shitload of steroids. And there is not a truer statement that can be made of that photo. Yeah, he does, huh? 
Jesus. Yeah. I saw I was like, what the fuck? Why does he look so much like Al Bundy? <laughs> uh, Tom, this is a representation of uh, today's society. That's all it says. It says today's society. And you have five people constructing boats out of the one boat that they're all in. So they're building little boats for themselves at the cost of the boat that they were all safely traveling in is going to sink because they're worried about themselves instead of the community. This is the perfect representation of love your neighbor. Can we start saying love thy neighbor? We can. Why? Uh, sounds cooler than your. Okay. Okay. Those All are right. the memes, brother. Those are the memes. The great memes, back. Great fucking memes today. Woo! Uh, so I sent my picks over to uh, the one and only Griff because, well, let's face it, he was he was my first love when it came to sports betting, and, uh, and dicks. Yes, definitely dicks. Lots of dicks. He doesn't think that one of uh, one of uh, binoculars picks is gonna hit. But he also said that yesterday, so I'm going to roll with binoculars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Griffey. Griffey poo. He, uh, what he, I think it was a Florida State game yesterday. He was like, ooh, I was going to take Florida State, and I had the other team. And, uh, yeah, that other team crushed him. Fucking destroyed him. Oh, it was Kentucky. Kentucky destroyed him. And his, We're going uh, damn, Thursday kinda, to... We're going Thursday to Brooklyn to watch a couple college basketball games. UNC will be in at least one game that we see. Yeah, UNC uh, are a horrible uh, group of people. Um, I don't know if you mean like human beings or basketball players. Group of people, human beings. Oh, I don't know why you're saying that. Because, you know, they couldn't do the the right thing yesterday and let Coach K win his final game at uh, Duke Stadium there. You're talking about you're uh, talking about one of co- the best rivalries in sports. Yeah, I know, uh, man. But the guy's coach for forty years. You know, it's his last game at home. I I just like the game really didn't have any bearing on anything. You know, you let the guy win by, you know, say eight. You know, not that big a deal. I feel like this had to do with your betting more than the actual heart of the team. Both. Both. But if they won by eight, I potentially wouldn't want some money. Uh, UNC this year, really not a great team. They're, I think they're starting three or four freshmen. Um, next year, they have a prospect. I believe that they've already signed him up, uh, who is one of the top three in the country. Next year, UNC is going to be uh, El Fuego, as they say. If you're one of the top three college potential college basketball players in the country, why not just yeah. go straight to the NBA? Uh they may feel that college basketball will enhance his game. Sometimes they don't. With LeBron, they uh, they didn't think it would. And with Carmelo Anthony, that his college basketball coach actually flew out to his mother and said, you can't let him keep playing in college. He's going to get worse, not better. Um, but I, I assume sometimes uh, for a guy that fits into a specific system, it may make sense. Um, but also he may actually want a college degree. That may be something he's aiming for. Yeah, man, I got to tell you, uh, you're only like, you only have this ability for a certain amount of period of your life. And this is probably one of the only situations that I would say this in, but go make the money while you can. And then you can get your college degree when you retire. If that's something that you really want, you know what I mean? Okay. But what if, so if he could make, let's call it three to $5 million a year for three years and then potentially never make another basketball contract again. What if he doesn't pan out or if he can go play with UNC and then he can start at $10 million a year for three years. And if something doesn't work out, he has a college degree. Like I get it. I'm with you. I would go straight pro. No question. But maybe it was this kid's dream to play for UNC. Well, you know what my dream is to make sure that my parents never have to work again. That's where I'm at. You know what I mean? If I'm that kid, or really make sure that I never have to work again and I get to play basketball for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And I'm all about it, but you you play, if he were to play one year in the NBA, he would make enough money to put himself through college 
if that's the way it worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah, in the event that something were to happen. Now, listen, I have no idea who this kid is. I really don't know shit about basketball. So I really can't say for sure. But I know, like, LeBron's a fucking billionaire at this point. His net worth is almost near a billion dollars. Uh, I mean, yeah. And he uh, never... The majority of that's probably from Nike, not from the NBA. Well, but he's made hundred. It's made off his business decisions as well. Like he has his own businesses that allow him to do this. But it also helped that he started making millions of dollars right out of high school, and then he did looked- the smart thing. He signed up with a company that understood how expensive the American workforce was. So they just uh, have the children of China produce their product, and I really support that because it makes more financial sense. You know, just enslave some kids and then uh, have them put the little check mark on the shoe, and whammo, bammo, you're making bajillions. I love it. Is, does he really have a Nike deal? I don't think. LeBron. Yeah. Let's see what it is. You uh, you continue on. I'm not really sure. Uh, Panacronic, I don't think picked up on your sarcasm there, because he said uh, <laughs> one of those emojis with a, your face in your hand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I know that he has some other business things. And listen, I don't really. uh, LeBron dropped 52 last night. I wish I would have. Or 54 or something like that. I wish I would have bet on that, motherfucker. I only had him at 25 points. Uh, LeBron has a 200. Oh, I'm sorry. $725 million deal with Nike. Oh. Wow. (laughs) How many years is it? It's probably a lifetime deal, but I'm reading. But you guys are also 30-something years old. Guys looking back on what you do. As an 18-year-old kid, you don't know how mature, immature they are. I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I'm saying is, like, somebody in this kid's life needs to say, hey, go make that money, sucker. Go make that money. Fuck college. College is for losers. Uh, So Nike has endorsed him since he turned pro in 2003. They signed him to a lifetime contract at the end of 2015. The brand pays him an estimated $32 million annually. Uh, James also agreed to lend his likeness to the Epic Epic Games' Fortnite video game for an undisclosed amount. Uh, somebody well, from Goldman Sachs founded Redbird Capital in 2014 and manages more than $5 billion in assets uh, for... Redbird and the Fenway Sports Group. Redbird bought 10% stake in Fenway Sports Group, which owns the Boston Red Sox. James picked up 2% of Liverpool in 2011 and exchanged his stake to grab a reported 1% investment in Fenway Sports Group. So LeBron also owns part of the Red Sox. That's interesting. Yeah. Smart motherfucker, man. See? Well, you have somebody, right? You're you're smart enough to hire somebody smart enough to make those decisions for you. Yeah. Don't the the thing that we see, especially from somebody with LeBron's background, you know, you make it and you fucking you call your best friend and you're like, hey man, I need somebody to do my finance. I'll pay for you to go to school. And then your best friend, thirty years later, turns out he was cheating your taxes the entire time and skimming off the top. And now you're MC hammered right the fuck out. Do you know who LeBron go that route? Do you know who an amazing uh, person is to listen? Uh, to about finances and like how I can only imagine you're gonna say Pat McAfee. No. Oh, okay. No, we're talking about basketball. Pat McAfee doesn't uh, listen. I just everything. The answer is Pat McAfee with you. Uh, Shaq. Shaq actually talks a lot about like his early career and the money that he would spend, um, and how uh he had a like when. When he first got his first big contract, he went out and bought a uh, Mercedes, right? And got home, and his old man was like, where's mine? So he went back and bought another Mercedes for his dad that was identical. And then his, and then he had to get something for his mom, so he went back and bought her one. And before he knew it, he was broke. And yeah. so it took him, uh, you know, a hard lesson. When, but luckily, he had such a long career and was good for so many years that he was able to right. recover from that. Pat McAfee also tells a story that, like, his dream growing up, because uh, he grew up in, like, the the suburbs of Pittsburgh, that he wanted that black Escalades on 22s. You know what I mean? Like, that was a thing when he was in high school. Everybody had Escalades on 22s. 
So the day he got drafted, he went out and bought an Escalade, put 22s on it. And because he didn't realize he didn't get his signing bonus until he went to training camp, which was like four months later, uh, he, that fucking thing almost got repoed. You know what I mean? And he talks about all, he actually, when I first started listening to him a few years ago, he still had that same fucking Escalade. It was all fucked up and it was just parked up behind his house because he like wanted to, because like that was his first big accomplishment, right? Like I finally made it and I'm able to get this cool thing. I think he fucking ended up junking it or something or sold it to somebody for like 500 bucks. Uh, but you know, it's, it's crazy when you come from nothing and then you get handed or the potential to make millions of dollars. It's insane. Anyway, you want to get in the, uh, the news time? Mail time? Yeah, no. We, well, we have three finger news. There it is. One, we have one three finger news article news that's sure to shock you. I'm trying to read. I think it's Erica. She said, I already said it. Oh, okay. I already read it, bro. Man, it is small. That's what she said to you, huh? <laughs> Every single time. <coughs> You're I'm while you switch this over, I gotta run and grab a charger real quick. I don't have to switch anything over. Oh, that's right. We don't have music. Well, Tom, vamp or pause the fucking show because I gotta run and grab a charger. All right, we're pausing the show. Pausing, pausing, pausing. Man, how about that anchor.fm? Holding, 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 holding. Hey, ready? Three finger news. Your your fucking mic's muted, dude. You unmuted it, mute you muted it, unmuted it, muted it, unmuted it, muted it. You gonna talk now? I'm ready. Three finger news is <laughs> sure to shock you. Uh Tom, I have a, a quick little follow-up to this, but uh standing with Ukraine means standing with Ukrainians. Uh Ashton Kutcher posted on his Twitter. Uh Stand with Ukraine is an organization but from or is organized by Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Basically, they put up three million doll hairs to support uh, the people of Ukraine. Um, it was a matched uh, contribution. So they basically said we'll match up to three million dollars, whatever gets uh, donated. I think they're at like 15 at this point. Um, one of the really cool things that they're doing, uh, and by they, I mean we as Americans are doing, is we're booking Airbnbs at Ukrainian addresses at the earliest dates possible. And then obviously not going since we're not allowed and we don't want to die. Um, but so the people who are uh, hosting the Airbnbs are getting the money, even though there's no actual guest. And I think that's a really good way to get the money over there. Um, and to the people that actually need it. Now, listen, we don't know anything about these people yeah. that own it. For all we know, the people that own the Airbnbs don't really need the money. Uh, yeah, for all we know, these are actually Russian soldiers renting out Airbnbs in Ukraine. We have no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, but the thoughts there. Yeah, uh, I will say uh, that as much as I love Mila Kunis, and I do love Mila Kunis, uh, she says in this little thing, she says, uh, I've always uh, considered myself an American and a proud American. I moved over here when I was seven. She was born in 87, moved to, or born in 83. She moved to America in 91. And she says, uh, but today I'm a proud Ukrainian. And I was like, how? Hey, we, I don't understand. Like, I've always been a proud American, but now I identify as Ukrainian because they're under attack. How about just like I was born in the Ukraine. I consider myself an American, but I support the people of Ukraine. Yeah, I. it was just weirded word. Oh, God damn it. Weird. It was worded weird. <laughs> I think you're picking apart what she said. Uh, what she's saying is not that like she's... to be mean. It just seemed weird that that's how she went about it. Yeah, I don't know this whole fucking thing. Like, I try not to pay too much attention to it. Like, we got like there's so many things that I could weirded word indeed. Huh? There you go. Damn Anna Kronk agrees with you. Uh, Title of the episode: Weirded Word. Uh, he said weirded word indeed. <laughs> weirded word. Uh, <laughs> I I fucking read that wrong. <laughs> uh, this whole thing—it's it, crazy. It's we were talking about a post that I saw on Facebook from somebody uh, about the gas prices, which I can't—I really can't wrap my head around why the gas prices have shot up fucking sixty cents in the last three days. Uh, but this person was like, "Oh, it was like this back in two thousand and eight, 
And my first initial reaction was, yeah, what's the same about 2008 and 2022? There's one very common denominator in those two fucking things. Well, I, in 2008, there was a housing crash where the economy fell to shit. So not a great reference point, sweetheart. Yeah. And then she came back at somebody and said, like, uh, it's the sign of a good economy to see inflation. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's it. Gas prices should double in the course of two years. That shows good inflation number or that shows that we have a good economy. Eh. Yeah, uh, shutting down the country for three years would obviously have a very positive impact on our economy. <laughs> that is very astute of you. I think that we should shut it down for another three so we can go back to being the wealthiest country in the world. I think that's a great idea. Let's just uh, shut it. Nobody go to work. We're working on wealth here. It's crazy. I'm actually going to quit so that my bank account grows. <laughs> well, in most cases, that actually happens. Um, Facts. But it's just like, it's wild to me, man, what's going on. And I really, like, I can't really wrap my head around it. And part of me, I care, but I don't want to know the answers or don't want to get any more depressed or wrapped up in it. So I don't research it more. But it's like, like we buy some like 5% of our fuel from Russian or from Russia. So how could that affect 95% of the gas prices? It doesn't make any sense. Like if fuel went up 10%, like, okay, well, that's the 5% plus whatever change had to take place. Yeah. You know what would have stopped them? uh, That was a woman, right, that that posted that on your Facebook? She didn't post it on my Facebook. She posted on hers, and I just saw it in my timeline. Next time we have a poker night, can we make sure to invite her? Uh, She lives in Boston. I feel like she's somebody I want at the table. Uh, I don't think so. Erica said, so first off, Erica said about Mia or Mila, whatever fuck her name is. I think she was just trying to sow solidarity. I agree. This podcast is a much better way to get your point across, honey, instead of engaging in Facebook fights. I agree. I didn't say anything. I wanted to. I really did. This was the same girl that I commented on something that she said uh, a while back about the gun control thing. And some fucking kid came and attacked me for no reason. Somebody I'd never even met before and just literally called me a fucking retard. Uh, So I've decided not to engage with these people. I read what they write, though, and it's just like it makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, And if they could actually come at me, like, I'm willing to listen. But when you back it up with the signs of a good economy is inflation. um that's not a f- good argument to have. That's not accurate um, at all. I want to see you when you have, when you see something like this, I want to see you create a segment and just drop it whenever you've got one of these. And in, in the great Chris Farley's voice, I want you to go, Tommy, no likey. <laughs> and just like, say your rant after that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh my god, dude. You know, so somebody came up to me the other day and said, uh, do you know oh I know that you know uh the gentleman that works with uh the side shop. You know what I mean? The sh- the shop in the alley where we work. Yeah. The bigger guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody comes up to me and goes, We've uh we've dubbed if Chris Farley was still alive, that's who we said that that person would be. And I said what? Chris Farley was way fucking cooler than that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Chris Farley how... was the fucking man. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love that guy, but he's no Chris Farley. Yeah. Like, how can you compare the two of them? I was very, and I think they're just going based off looks. You know what I mean? But I'm just like, even still. Really not... didn't remember what you look like with your hair growing out because you look just like Matt Foley. Yeah. Matt like... Foley was the motivational speaker. Yeah, I know. Living a fan. Stop by the rip. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I just want to get that off my chest a little bit. Like, I don't want to go into this big long thing about like, I just don't understand how some people think. And I I want to like that, like, that's the weird thing, right? Is that I want to understand how they think about it because maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe the sign of a good economy is gas doubling in price. Maybe we have the best economy we've had in fucking uh, two decades. I don't fucking know. I'm not an economist, but I would say all signs point to know that's not true. Oh man! And my initial uh, Tom, reaction I meant to was put these fucking into that slide uh, under the Mila Kunis thing. Uh, there are six new shirts, uh, seven new shirts available on the Chive. 
Uh, one of them says, Putin, go fuck yourself. But instead of the U, it's the Ukrainian flag. Uh, there's a Solidarity for Ukraine shirt. There's another Ukraine shirt. There's uh, one with uh, Putin dressed up like a clown, and it says history's biggest clown. There's one of Hitler, or there's one of Stalin doing the Hitler hand. Uh, there's one of, it's a like a hot dog with uh, Putin's face, and it says dictator, but like D-I-C-K-tator. <laughs> there's... There's one that just says this, and I might actually order this shirt. It just says, Putin has a small dick. <laughs> that makes me so happy. So it's some good very, shirts over at the chat if anybody's interested. It's not very nice. Um, I, again, to be honest with you, I don't even know what the fight's about. I really don't. I, I think Russia wants to become bigger. That's all I know. Somebody broke it down like... Uh, it was actually kind of funny, but again, I don't know if, how true it is, but like Russian was Ukraine's girlfriend and used to beat her up all the time or Russia was Ukraine's boyfriend and Russia used to beat her up all the time and take advantage of her until Ukraine finally stood up for itself and said no. And ever since they'd just been like stalking them and now all of a sudden they're fucking going into their house and beating them up. Uh... I don't know how true that and is. Everybody's on Ukraine's side. They're like, no, you need to get away from him. Listen, yeah, exactly. listen, he's not good for you. Don't, don't let him come inside you. Okay. You need to get out of there. If you let him come inside you, you're stuck with him for at least 18 years until you can get free. It's, it's amazing that you took it right, right to sexual, right to sexual. How was anything I said sexual? I, they can't let the Russians come inside of Ukraine or they'll be there for at least 18 years until they can re regain their independence. What the fuck was sexual about that? Okay. I'm just saying the Ukrainians cannot let the Russians come inside them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if, if they impregnate the Ukrainians, uh, the, the Ukrainian territory, then it's going to be, it's going to be a long drawn out affair. All right, Pat, you said you have a game. I actually have two things left, Tom. One of them is the game, and the other one is uh, there are some things, there are some timeline-related things to put in perspective how uh, our current timeline is going. It will be just as much fun as the game. I'm going to let you pick. What are we doing first? I think we should finish with the game. Okay, let's do the timeline thing. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, well, that's because it would have been 30 more pictures for you, so I decided to just scroll through them. Okay. Tom, sliced bread, are you ready for this, is six years younger than Betty White. Betty White is older than sliced bread. To put in perspective, sliced bread was uh, mass produced for the first time in 1928. Tom, we didn't know that the meteor, that a meteor killed the dinosaurs until 1991 that's the year that home alone came out we didn't know that meteors caused dinosaur extinction until home alone was a fucking movie doesn't that seem very recent not really it's 30 years ago okay tom harriet tubman was alive when rosa parks was born okay but well now remember harriet tubman was responsible for uh, the Underground Railroad and Rosa Parks was the one from the bus. So to put that in perspective, because we feel like that's forever ago, Rosa Parks was alive for Hurricane Katrina. Really, was she? Doesn't that seem fucking like... Not wow. really. They're 50 years apart. What? Uh, the Rosa Parks thing and Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, but Harriet Tubman was alive when Rosa Parks was alive. So that Rosa Parks was alive for Harriet, or was alive for her. her what year Katrina. was the, so what Rosa, year was, for what Harriet year was, Tubman was not alive that long ago. What year was the Civil War? Uh, we're getting there. Well, I need that answer so I can break it down numbers wise in my head, like how okay. far apart well, those are. You think they're don't so get ahead of me? Okay, go ahead. So far, the only thing I'm kind of surprised about is the sliced bread thing, but that's because I didn't know that we didn't start mass producing sliced bread until 1928. Uh, Betty White will be coming back in to put things in perspective. Betty She's White's, a good, like, uh, focal point. Well, Betty White's dead, so it doesn't really matter. If you traveled with Marty McFly, 
you would now go back to the year 1991. Nice. McFly went from 85 to 55, so 30 years. You would go back to 1991. Isn't that fucked up, dude? Well, how do you that makes our, me feel like I'm a thousand years old. How do you think our our like our parents' parents felt during that like with that movie? Literally. I don't know. I hate everything about that fact, though. All right, Tom. If Anne Frank was still alive, she would have been. Well, I guess either way, she would have been seven years younger than Betty White. Anne Frank was seven years younger than Betty White. Full disclosure: I don't know who Anne Frank is. In Frank's diary, she she was in an attic, like a like a fucking man. It was like an attic above a front porch, I think. Uh, Anne Frank's diary was written uh, when the Germans were taking over well, all of Europe. Anne Frank was a Jew. Her family was killed. She was fourteen. It's a diary where she like kind of just uh, puts her thoughts down, including like she's masturbating in the book. And for decades and decades and decades, we all just read about this little girl's thoughts and totally invade her privacy uh, by reading her diary, which is the exact opposite of what a diary is made for. But beside the point, it's an important part in history. Okay. Um, to, so. to put that in perspective, Martin Luther King was born the same year as Anne Frank, which means Martin Luther King was seven years younger than Betty White. Huh. Martin Luther King Jr., I should say. You sure it's Junior and not Martin Luther King? Positive. That makes sense. He was kind of old yeah. when he died. Yeah. Okay. Tom, in 1903, the New York Times ran an editorial saying that humans would not be able to fly for one million years. Two months later, the Wright brothers took flight. Trusting we cannot talk to the New York Times about anything, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> Tom... In 1969, we landed on the moon, and in a move of similar importance in American history, world history even, in 1970, the next year, the year after we landed on the moon, we put wheels on suitcases. Mind blown. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm not really sure what's going on here. That's a fact. Suitcases didn't have wheels until 1970, and we landed on the moon before that happened. I think that's fucking hysterical. Okay. Tom. Priorities, Pat. Priorities. Joe Biden served in Congress with people born in the 1800s. And when I I say people, I mean six. Six fucking people born in the 1800s served in Congress with Joe Biden. That's funny. Holy wrinkly nutsack, Tom. I mean, Jesus Christ. Are you ready? Here's your answer, Tom. There are whales. There are whales older than the Civil War. Bowhead whales can live for over 200 years, which means that there are likely whales in the ocean today that were alive during the Civil War, which took place from 1861 to 1865. Fucking whales. That were like, holy shit, these guys are fighting. Look, the North the North is invading the South. This is insane. And now they're like, can somebody stop playing that fucking Bieber song? I can hear it under the water. It's really annoying. Okay, so hold on. These guys have seen a lot of shit. <clears throat> so I want to go back to your Harriet Tubman thing, right? So mm-hmm. 1861, she did the Underground Railroad. We'll say that she was 12 years old, right? So she was probably born in 1849, right? Uh, That's a bold guess, but okay. Well, we're just estimating here. And what was the other fact? That she was alive at the same time as Rosa Parks. Yeah, she was alive for months before, or she died a few months after Rosa Parks was born. Was actually born. So how old was Rosa Parks with the bus? Or, real simple, what year was Rosa Parks born? You know what I mean? Let's, uh, Let's figure that out. Activist. What year was Rosa Parks born? 1913. So she that was really correct. only like so she could have nineteen thirteen. That's fifty one years or fifty sixty three years. So even and what year was Harriet Tubman born? We'll figure out how old she was. What year was Harriet Tubman born? Nineteen. Uh, it doesn't say what year she was born. What year was Harriet Tubman born? Man, she looks old as shit in some of these pictures. 1822. 
Oh, so she was 80 years old when she died. Yeah. I don't see why you're upset about Like, that's mind-blowing to you. It's just amazing that those two are on the same fucking timeline in any way. Pat, if you really think about it, right? If you go all the way back to the Revolutionary War, 1776, the year that the country was founded, it's really only like five or six generations. We're not that far removed. I'm with you. That's that's why I find all of this remarkable. I find I, that fact alone remarkable. It seems like it was that long ago, but it really wasn't. You know what I mean? No, it was very recent. Tom, yeah, while the it, United States was working on sending people to the moon, interracial marriage was illegal in 16 states. Hold on, what happened? While the United States was working on sending people to the moon, interracial marriage was illegal in 16 states. Again, we're not that far. Like, like the civil rights shit was like 60, 70 years ago. It's really not that far behind us. I hear you. I'm just, you know. It's it's weird to think that we were so far, uh, like we're flying to the moon. That's how sophisticated we are, technologically speaking. And at the same time, we're not allowed to marry outside of our race. Again, that's in this country, and that's because you know you got like we're uh, we're still just humans. You know what I mean? True story. Are you ready? This one blew my fucking socks off. Will Smith right now is. Eight years older than Uncle Phil was when Fresh Prince started. Huh. That's understandable. Fuck me running. That makes me feel like a <coughs> very, very old man. You, All right, dude, so I'll read you. I'll read you're you talking this about quick, shit that happened 30 years ago, and you're shocked. Dude, I just, man, I fucking love Fresh Prince. <laughs> fucking 30 years ago, bro. Let it go. Uh, I can't. I can't. I'm living in the 90s. I'll die in the 90s. <laughs> Tom, if you put the universe's 13.8 billion years into a long time, a year long timeline, okay? So 13.8 billion years, we're going to shrink it down to one year. Here's what it looks like The Big Bang occurs January 1st at 12 a.m., the Milky Way galaxy forms on March 16th, our solar system takes shape on September 2nd, the formation of the Earth follows shortly after on September 6th. The first complex cells emerge on Earth on December um, on November 9th. Dinosaurs appear on Christmas and are extinct by December 30th. All of recorded human history starts on the night of December 31st at 11:59 and 33 seconds. Jesus Christ is born at 11:59 and 55 seconds. The average human life lasts about a quarter of a second, uh, less than the blink of an eye, which is a third of a second. That's pretty fucking crazy. That's how, that's, you know, when, when you're like, man, I feel like I'm really insignificant. Well, motherfucker, you are. You're less than the blink of an eye. That's how significant you are. For real. Uh, George Washington died in, 19, uh, in 1799. The first dinosaur fossil was discovered in 1824. George Washington never knew dinosaurs existed. That's a great fact. Who put that up there? Erica. <laughs> Holy shit. What he got robbed of a childhood, George Washington. <laughs> that's why he was such a great president because he didn't know about the fucking dinosaurs. It's so interesting; it would have distracted him from his term. <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, that's pretty interesting. As long as you believe that, as long as you believe in the Big Bang theory, that's accurate, Pat. I mean, uh, all those things you just said there are not factual. Like they, they're not proven to be facts. They're hypothesis. Hypotheses. Hypotheses. Star Wars came out the same year as last, the last Gullotine ex- execution in France, nineteen seventy-seven. Can you fucking believe that? Nice. They were killing people with fucking Gullotines in nineteen seventy-seven. Wow. <laughs> the irony that in Star Wars they were also cutting people's heads off, so that works out pretty well. That's that's wild, huh? Anyway, uh, you want to do this game, Pat? I sure do, Tom. <sighs> um, Tom, ludectrophobia, or what we're actually going to be talking about is ludophobia. Ludophobia is the fear of games. Ludectrophobia is the fear of video games. Tom, we're going to be talking about fears. I fear, that. fear, fear. Uh, so I'm going to pull up the, the answer guide here. 
and you've got you've got some really good hints. I'm going to make this game a little easier than we normally do. Oh my god, I lost all my fears. Where'd they go? Oh, there they are. So I'm the first one you're looking at. Ergophobia. You what? What do you see in this picture? I see. Um, it's the fear of writing. There's a. You, okay, so you think it's the fear of writing? Now you see there's multiple people. You see there's a coffee, there's a computer, but there is somebody writing in a notebook. So your guess for ergophobia is the fear of writing, which actually, when you said that, that's a really good guess. Actually, is that what you're going with? It's the fear of studying. Okay. Ergophobia is the fear of work. So you're super close on that one. Yeah, same thing. That's what you have every day. Next. If you if you will allow me, I'd like to give you a hint on each one because my hint for that one was going to be a lot of the people um, that you encounter every day have this, and maybe that would have helped you out. Uh, yeah, I I, I, okay. I don't think I would have gotten it. Uh, the fear of having a flat stomach. Okay, so this one is omphalophobia. Tom, you do uh, you do see a, a flat stomach? Let me just say this. Um, if you were afraid of this thing, you'd probably also not be a big fan of lint. Fear of belly buttons. That is correct. It's the fear of belly buttons. Fear of spiders. Uh, that's a uh, omphalophobia. Nope. So, Tom, what you're looking at? Oh, whoa! What'd you do? Oh, what you're looking at is phobophobia, and uh, everybody we're talking about uh, probably has this. Fear of spiders. No, that's arachnophobia. Uh, fear of sand. Fear of sand. Look at the earth. word itself. The fear of fear. That's it. That is the fear of fear. It's actually the fear of phobia. Fear of phone. Uh, fear of being on the phone. No, <laughs> that's funny because it is like the game telephone. No. Uh... Oh my god, I deleted this one, but it's the. Alodraxphobia. Alodraxphobia. Huh? It's called Alodraxphobia. No, there's no R. It's Yeah. Hold on, thing. I'm going to find it for you right now. Oh my God, Pat. Can you come prepared once for anything? I, well, I was prepared. I, what I did was I blacked out all those things and then I deleted uh, too much. Too much. I deleted too much. Uh, it is the fear of kind of like God did with, um, with your penis. He made irrational it so long opinions. The fear of irrational opinions. I just had a great fucking joke about deleting stuff, and you just kept cutting me off. Sorry. I was gonna say like God did with your penis. He gave you too much and then deleted too much. That's a fact. <laughs> fear of vegetables. Lack. That is absolutely correct. Lacanophobia is the fear of vegetables. My son has the it. next one, Tom. Somnophobia. Uh, the somnophobia. The children of Elm Street definitely have this. The fear of dreams. Close. The How fear do you get of, to the dreams. The fear of falling asleep. Fear of falling asleep is somnophobia. Fear of time. Ooh, Colonel. very close. What about time? Time travel. Chronophobia is the fear of time what? Lapse. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fear of time passing is chronophobia. The next one, halfophobia. Uh, uh, you can see, what, what, do you, what do you see in that picture, Tom? It's the fear of intimacy. Okay, I can see why you got that. What do you, what do you really see, though? The fear of touching. There you go. It's two people touching fingers. Uh, Half a phobia is the fear of being touched. The fear of riding a bike. Philophobia. Philophobia. <laughs> Let me give you a hint. The fear philophobia. Of, the fear of feel, uh, Phil. You're more likely to have this as a man than as a woman. Philophobia. The fear of falling on the handlebars when you're riding a bike. You ever do that when you're All a right, kid? That's very you, specific. Well, you ever do that when you're a kid riding a bike and you like fall forward and you jam your fucking pelvic bone into the handlebars? Not the handlebars, the fucking frame. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. I oh my fast... god, I can think of the pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fear of kissing. The fear of kissing Phil. <laughs> uh, the fear of Fresh Prince, Philophobia. Uh, no, uh, it is the fear of relationships. 
Ah, same thing. Fear of Fear of bridges. Geo. That is correct. Gephrophobia is the fear of bridges. Uh, I will tell you this, that one of the VPs in our company has that. Interesting. This one, uh, more likely to have, if you're a teenager, a blutophobia. The fear of showering. I will say this. Listen, I know this this it's a fear. It's the fear of showering. Is exactly misleading. So if it's not the fear of showers, what is it? The fear of not showering. Damn it! I gave you a horrible hint. It's the fear of bathing. A bluthophobia. The fear of bathing. Hold on, hold on. So it's the fear of showering. I mean, it's the same fucking thing. I'll give you that. My son has. I think you're doing great. That's how I knew what it was. Um, this is by far the, this is why we're doing this. This one right here, Tom, can you read that phobia for me, please? Phagophobia. <laughs> um, it only gets better. What do you think phagophobia is? The fear of women. That is incorrect, Tom. The fear of men. Phagophobia is the fear of swallowing. I swear <laughs> to God, Tom. <laughs> that should be the name of the show. Fagophobia. I'm not sure that I agree with you. What? How do you not agree with that? Pat, for no, the you... last Pat, for the last little uh doozy of the day. Prisoners arrived at Alc Alc at I thought Holy it was Al- it's called Alcatraz. That's not Alcatraz. I thought it was Alcatraz too. That's not Alcatraz. I'm going strictly off of you trying to read whatever you're trying to read. It's Auschwitz. Auschwitz, yeah. Just days, a- just days after McDonald's was founded, 1940. In the, it, this is mind blowing. Is it really? What? Really? Auschwitz came right after McDonald's? I'm not sure how that's mind blowing. How is that not mind blowing? The Listen, the George Washington one was the best one. In the guillotine. That one sucked. <coughs> Pat, that was a fun game. We should do more games like that. Um, this was a fun show. I'm definitely calling this Fagophobia. Uh, Make sure you spell it right, dickhead. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spell it the other way. <laughs> Classic. Anyway. Uh... Yeah, man. So uh, we got college hoops in approximately thirty-two minutes. I uh, I'm pretty excited about some college hoops. I'm just gonna have a day where I just relax down here in my man cave, watch basketball, place bets. It's gonna be awesome. Pat, what are you doing today? Very exciting. Uh, I am gonna grocery shop with Miss Elizabeth, and uh, basically just sexually harass her the entire day. Uh, we cleaned the shit out of the house yesterday. So we don't have to do that. Liz uh, got a new tattoo yesterday. It's adorable. I showed you it this morning. I thought you I thought you did Instacart. I haven't Instacart in a long time. Instacart uh about 350 times in a row would bring like if if you got a multi-bag order, which if you're grocery shopping, how difficult is it to make it two bags? I mean, it's pretty fast. Erica, uh, hold, like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Erica just said this. Jewish people were literally sentenced to death and starving the same time McDonald's opened. How is that not crazy? That would be like you saying that a new burger joint opens today, right? While the Ukrainian people are being invaded by Russia. That's not crazy to me. This shit happens every day. There are two different places on the planet. Uh, so you think that the invasion of Ukraine and the Holocaust are comparable? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that... Because a burger joint and a burger joint are definitely comparable. Well, what I'm saying is that things happen all over the world. Like, how is it mind-blowing that a burger joint opened the same day that a bunch of Jews were sentenced to death? That's not the mind-blowing part. The mind-blowing part is the time frame. I can't believe that Auschwitz happened after the inception of McDonald's. That's crazy to me. What do you mean? McDonald's has not been around for a long time. The reason McDonald's skyrocketed to success was just the baby boomers. The baby boomers are not that far away. No, they're the 50s. But you understand that when McDonald's opened, it was a single burger joint in the middle of fucking nowhere. That's what it was. 
Hey, you haven't Which watched question? the movie Founded? Yes, actually, I've seen uh, a whole documentary on McDonald's too. Long before Founded was out, there was an awesome documentary you should watch uh, about them motherfuckers just being crazy, ruthless bastards. Yeah, but then, um, like, so that's not that crazy to me. Time frame wise, you're like, let me get a McDouble. Also, how's that girl's diary coming along? You don't think that's crazy? No. Jesus. A quarter nope. of a second, Tom. That's your lifespan if you put the Earth span into a year timeline. A quarter of a second. According to the scientists. All right. Well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm okay with that. You, you can use that. According to science. Okay, cool. Yeah, and science is never wrong. Uh, it also puts Jesus' birthday on there. Are you saying that that's not true, Tom? Uh, I believe that there was a guy born named Jesus that we base Jesus? our... That we base our time off of, yes. The time of his... Like, I don't deny or not believe that Jesus was a person. You believe that Jesus had brothers and sisters? I don't know if he did or did not. I have no idea. Uh, Erica... Oh, wait. Phobic put... I can't read that. First off, Erica said, because we all... Because we know all the injustice that went on in Stop saying that word. And we know that what McDonald's is now, looking back, I think it's crazy. Less crazy and more of an interesting uh, coincidence, I guess. I'm with you, Tom. There you go. Panacronic agrees with me. It's like... Panacronic. Panacronic is not somebody who suffers from phagophobia. I will say that. Uh, this is going to be the new insult <laughs> for years to come. I'm just like, I don't know. It's not that crazy to me. Also, uh, there's a reason why the Big Bang Theory is called a theory, because they can't prove it. Just saying. Anything to add to that, Pat? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I was writing the uh, writing the description for the. I don't episode. understand, like, and this is totally off topic, and we're gonna end the show anyway. But like, I don't understand what everybody's big hangup is with 100% believing science all the time, even though science changes all the fucking time. So you believe one thing one second, and then it changes the very next. So what you're saying is, why would we believe the most current evidence that we have? Because we don't have anything better to believe than the most current evidence we have. It's not evidence; it's theories. Um, listen, I, I will guarantee you this. This is not a guess. I'm saying it before we die, you and I, before we die, you're going to take a pill to cure cancer. And you're then wild. the question, the question would be, okay, I don't understand why you let them shoot you with all that shit when you had cancer back then, when it was awful to go through and you lost your hair and everything, because that's the best thing we had available. So would you rather go, now nah, you know what, because I know in 50 years there will be a pill, so I just won't fight this cancer. No, you go with the best shit that's you have not, available. That's not, and you're not comparing point, apples and apples. You're, you're not comparing apples and apples. All right. You got a better example? Yeah. That we, that people take it as 100% gospel that there was this thing called the Big Bang Theory, where we exploded into existence. When there's no way to prove it, which I'm not saying you oh. can't believe that. It's also the same thing as believing in a a god or something like that. Like it's all hearsay or theories or like you know what I mean. I think that they they do feel that they've proven uh, that theory, the Big Bang theory. Um, paleontologists, that's why like the the Earth layers developed the way that they did and everything like that. That's why we know we can age like a, a fossil. Now, uh, I'm not positive on that. I'm pretty darn close to positive. But, but I still think as far as they're it. concerned, this is fact. Now, th- these are the same group of people, not not the same individuals, but the same group of people who would have proven to you that the world was flat when Columbus was taking, you know, uh, sail. So I get what you're saying. I'm just saying it's the best thing we have to go on, so we go on it, man. Well, science is grounded in evidence. We literally, we can literally prove these facts. That said, it's insane to be so closed-minded that you can't accept other possibilities exist, especially if you can't disprove them. That's kind of my point. 
Is that I, like... no? I, I wholeheartedly agree. But I'm going to put my 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 chips in on the bet that makes the most sense to me. Yeah, I'm not discriminating. But I'm I certainly listen. listen I'm not you, saying, you put me. I you believe... put me in the room with a a, a fucking clergyman and i will ask questions they're uncomfortable questions because there aren't answers to them and that's where my belief stops and i go okay well, i guess it was the big bang then you know well, listen, it's, it's not I that agree. i don't want to believe or that i don't trust them i i don't get the answers that i'm looking for i believe in the big bang theory i believe that happened so i'm that's not what i'm saying right you know what the difference is between me and you pat or me you and i and a bunch of other people is that we go in with an open mind is that my open-mindedness is, well, maybe that didn't happen. I believe that happened, but maybe that didn't happen. And there's other people that are like, that didn't fucking happen. Yeah, it's it's the same as like like if my parents came to me tomorrow and they were like, hey, just so you know, you were fucking adopted. I'd be like, fuck, really? Like, I have no choice but to believe that because, you know, my parents are saying, like, maybe they could show me some documentation, but I wouldn't be like, that's impossible. No, no, I remember coming out of your vagina. No, I don't. Like, it's possible, I guess. I'm with you. Like, there's nothing that you could tell me that I wouldn't believe if you could back it. Facts. No cap on a stack. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Panna, thanks for stopping by. Erica, thanks for stopping by. Uh, I don't think anybody else stopped by today, but yeah. Uh, and uh, go uh, go college basketball. Pat? You dribble. I say good day. <laughs>